0: Welcome to UUCSW Reflections, a podcast by the Unitarian Universalist Congregational Society of Westboro, Massachusetts. We're glad you're here. In light of the Supreme Court's decision last Friday to overturn Roe v. Wade, we held a vigil at our church on Sunday evening. And so in in lieu of a true sermon, um, I'd like to share some of the things that I said and that I read during that service, um, because I think it's important to include it in this podcast stream. Um, and so this is a sort of collection of some of the things that I shared on Sunday evening. Um, It'll include a little bit of poetry um, and the statement from our Unitarian Universalist Association president about the decision. So here we go. We here at UUCSW don't normally do services now. We typically gather on Sunday mornings and oddly follow an academic calendar. So our church year ended two weeks ago. But the thing about religious community is that it is unbound. It cannot be contained, cannot be limited. And so we gather. We gather because that's what communities of care do. We show up. We turn on a dime and rise to meet the moment. We're here to remember our agility our capacity to move and be moved. See, we will not be contained. And I think it's of the utmost importance that we own our religious traditions, speak them loudly and clearly, because the religious right has co-opted the narrative, and we are here to make clear that there are other ways. It is a little-told fact that before Roe v. Wade, It was ministers and rabbis, clergy people of all types, who created an underground network to help people find safe abortion care. It's estimated that by 1973, some 1,400 clergy people across this country helped hundreds of thousands of people access safe abortion care. That is what it means to organize. To ground ourselves in our faith and our communities and act with profound agility and endless power. See, we will not be contained. I want to share these words from the poet Lynn Ungar, who shared this after the overturning of Roe v. Wade on Friday. You are not wrong to be furious. You are not wrong to be scared. You are not wrong to wonder what we do today and tomorrow and tomorrow. You are not wrong to notice the brilliance of the sky. You are not wrong to think of your daughter. You are not wrong to imagine people you will never know. You are not wrong to think this doesn't really affect me and to know it really does. You are not wrong to look for pictures of puppies or kittens or flowers or trees. You are not wrong to try to massage the ache out of your own heart. You are not wrong to yell or cry or scream or hide under the covers in your bed. You are not wrong to turn to your neighbor and say, what do we do now? It's part of our practice as Unitarian Universalists to light a chalice when we gather for worship. It's the symbol of our tradition. And I know many of you are visiting from other traditions tonight, so I want to explain how this came into practice. I think it's an important story to remember right now. Before the 1960s, when we merged into one denomination, the Unitarians and the Universalists were two separate religious groups. And during World War II, a Unitarian minister named Reverend Joy was the head of the Unitarian Service Committee, which is sort of like our Red Cross. And Reverend Joy was stationed in Lisbon, Portugal, with the express purpose of helping people flee the Holocaust. Many of the people who came into Reverend Joy's care had left home in the middle of the night, had lost everything, and didn't have travel papers which they needed to pass safely through the British blockade and into safety. So, in an act of sacred lawlessness, Reverend Joy decided to start falsifying travel documents for refugees so that they might have safe passage. And he decided that these documents needed a seal of authority to make them legitimate. So together, Reverend Joy and an artist and Jewish refugee named Hans Deutsch created an image reminiscent of both a hearth fire and a communion cup. It started with a seal of authority and it has become both the symbol of our religious tradition and of our commitment to justice, to creative resistance, to love of neighbor that knows no bounds. So let us remember today. This is a statement from the Reverend Dr. Susan Frederick Gray, who's our Unitarian Universalist Association president. She released this after the decision on Friday. This decision manifests the worst fears of those of us who have been working for decades to protect and affirm reproductive rights. The Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health decision does not alter Unitarian Universalists' commitment to reproductive justice. The overwhelming majority of UUs support keeping abortion legal in all or most cases This is rooted in our principles and our core religious beliefs that affirm gender equity. It also reflects a moral commitment to the idea that reproductive care is health care and is essential to the well-being of individuals and families. This anti-choice decision by the Supreme Court infringes on our deeply held religious beliefs. Access to abortion and the right to choose is an issue of gender equality, bodily autonomy, and religious liberty, all of which are long-held Unitarian Universalist religious teachings. I fear this decision will justify efforts to further limit the rights of women, pregnant people, and other vulnerable people and communities. Curtailing reproductive rights will be felt most by people of color, young people, poor people, and working-class people, as well as those living in rural areas. The rights of people in more vulnerable communities will only become more limited and diminish healthcare equity. Too many people are already deprived of ready access to comprehensive and equitable reproductive healthcare, including abortion access. Unitarian Universalists are committed to reproductive justice, a framework created by black women in the 1980s and 1990s which affirms the human right to have a child. To have children, not to have children, to parent the children one has in healthy environments, to safeguard bodily autonomy, and to express one's sexuality freely. The UU faith has a long history of collaborating in this movement and advocating for safe, legal, accessible abortion care. The Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health decision does not alter Unitarian Universalist commitment to reproductive justice. Comprehensive reproductive care inclu- including access to abortion is essential to the health and well-being of individuals and families. The decision to limit this basic human right means that this fight will shift to state legislators across the country guided by our moral values we are prepared to be a part of that ongoing struggle and continue to show up for reproductive justice in all aspects of public life our faith calls us to advocate on behalf of all those who need ready access to safe legal abortion care whenever and wherever they need it. We will not rest until that reality is true across the country. Towards the end of our service, we took some time to do some power mapping and sharing and gathering ideas for ways to help um, and for actions that we can take. Some of those things included donating to abortion funds across the country, to signing, signing up to um, volunteer for Planned Parenthood, um, teaching our whole lives classes so that we can help kids and young people understand their bodies and their sexuality. And I encourage you when you are feeling overwhelmed to look for things that you can do, even if they're small things. And we as a congregation are committed to continuing to find ways to help. So. I want to end with these words from the poet Marge Piercy. This is the final verse of her poem, The Low Road. It goes on one at a time. It starts when you care to act. It starts when you do it again. And they said no. It starts when you say we. And you know who you mean. And each day, you mean one more. So... Do not despair. These are trying times for sure. But as always, we can do more together than we can on our own. And we will find our way. Thanks for listening. For more information about what's happening at UUCSW or for ways to get involved, visit us online at UUCSW.org. All are welcome.